And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Episode two, week two, and we'll mix up this week. We got Nathan Rawlings on the podcast. Say hello, Nathan. Howdy, everybody. Uh, we got. Buck, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Yeah. Got yeah. It. You happy to see those Braves not win uh, Game Seven the other day? I was about to say Atlanta won their first game, but I mean. They won the first two games. Yeah, it might have been the cost of... I was talking about the Falcons. The Falcons won their first game. And I think it was at the cost of the Braves losing. Unfortunately. Yeah, I guess. That, uh, what is it, the curse of the Bambino that was the Red Sox? That's now with uh, the Braves. Or, well, the city of Atlanta, I believe. Yeah, I mean, no jokes here, but Atlanta's got a tendency to blow some games. You go with the Falcons. No, dude, I... I concur. We we were the team of the '90s, but we won one World Series. I think we were one in three in '90s in the in the '90s in World Series. One in three. So what was it? '99. You guys were. No, '96 was our last dub, um, and the '99 I believe was the last time we were in the the big Haas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So a little disappointing to see the boys. Austin Riley and what was it that the fifth inning I think was that top five? It was no, top that was early in the game. Maybe top four. Uh, what was it? Runners on uh, third and second and third with no outs. No, it was actually bases loaded. Was it? Oh, it was bases loaded. Dansby was on third. Riley was on second. Who was on third? Was I think no. it might have been Fre- was it Freeman? No, 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 no. I don't know, but that, that... Might have been Darnell. Might have been Darnell. I looked at my dad, and I was like, listen, like, th- there goes the double play opportunity, and then next thing you know, the most unconventional double play I've ever seen in my life. No, that's why it was just runners on second and third. Oh, was it? Okay. okay. Yeah, because remember, Nick Markakis came up with uh, runners on first and second, and then it was like a wild pitch that um, whoever spiked in the ground... And they advanced to second and third. And then that's when you texted me, oh, there goes the double play. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, you right. know, they had, I think they had a shift on um, because Marquecas hit a piss missile right to whoever was playing in like, it was like the 5-6 hole, right? Yeah, he hit it to the, uh, he hit it to Turner. Turner threw it home. And then. No, no Turner held it. Turner held it because Dansby froze. Dansby froze when he should have... No, Dansby went. He went on contact. And then, yeah, you're right. He threw it home. They got in a pickle. And then Austin Riley's out there playing like... I don't even know. Because in JV baseball, they teach you to advance to the next base in a pickle. Um, so, I guess middle school baseball, Austin Riley never played. Because he missed that... that uh, He missed that memo. That, and practice. Yeah, that, is, that was... When that happened... I felt all the energy we had in that game just leave. Because every inning we had a runner on, and whether they scored or not, we had a runner on. But we'd make a bonehead play like that and get us out of the inning, basically get us out of the inning. So we had two outs now, and then I think whoever came up next, um, who, who was that? Was that Christian Pache? Yeah, it was Christian Pache. He struck out. So there, that's just an inning killer, and like, that's a morale killer. That was just terrible. If y'all had scored that inning, I think it was two two nothing at that point. If you had scored scored, you would have blown that game open hundred percent. I agree wholeheartedly. 
But then again, I mean, we had so many opportunities in other games. Like, let's pull up some stats right here. So, three one um, lead, please. might I say? What? Three one lead in the series. Yeah, it was. So we won games one and two. We lost game three because the Dodgers scored like fifteen runs in the first three innings. Game four, we won. So we're up 3-1. All we got to do is pitch a little bit, but hit. And we didn't hit worth a crap. Yeah, it was uh, it was rough. So I just want to... I kind of want to call out Nick Markakis right here. That man did not do anything this postseason with runners in scoring position. He just looked, honestly, like Velocity was beating him to everything. It was, and it's like at that point, I mean, I'm not a professional baseball player, but it's like, you got to make an adjustment. Like, lay down a bunt, maybe. There's no outs. Lay a bunt down. I don't know. Um, no one bunted the entire freaking series for us. We had Christian Pache attempted, but I think he ended up striking out trying to bunt. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it was th- that that game, I think, from the start. You guys had it, and then that, like you said, was a momentum killer, and it just kind of killed it. But yeah, it I was mean, just, bro, no bueno. End of the day, the All Dodgers right. advance, and now in the World Series, you got the Tampa Bay Rays since in their first World Series appearance since two thousand eight, I believe, mm-hmm. when they lost to the Philadelphia Phillies, and you got the Los Angeles Dodgers who have a tendency to get there, and they might have been cheated past couple seasons by the Astros and I mean that that that's a whole nother topic I mean the Astros yeah the Ast- all, all we gotta say is the Astros are a bunch of cheaters and I will never get over that until they take the trophy away from them exactly until they take that piece of metal as our commissioner called it away from them Manfred's a joke anyways no oh my gosh I was listening to Pat McAfee one time he had um it was the, the the previous owner of the Marlins who, who sold it to Jeter and the group. Basically, the owner said that at the meeting when they were electing the new commissioner, um, they did some kind of – it's like a – it's almost like a personality kind of vote, I want to say. Um, and they basically said like 5% of the job is being like a people person. And that is very obvious in Rob Manfred. He has no ability to convey like any type of emotion – like say anything that's oh my gosh like it just makes me so angry i I can't i can't handle this so in the off season when they the whole scandal broke about the astros and whatnot um he was doing that interview when he called the world series trophy which is like the epitome of the mlb i guess career because that that's what every guy wants to win they want to win a world series um and when he called that a piece of metal that just kind of said what he thinks of the game like he doesn't really care about the game he doesn't respect it at all he doesn't care that the Astros cheated to win a World Series or cheated to win X number I think when did it start it start in I think it started in 17 and it carried through into 19 um but I could be wrong um but I'm happy the Astros won so screw the Astros and also screw Rob Manfred because He's not helping our game right now. Um, we need someone like Trevor Bauer in power. So a little, little Trevor Bauer power hour. Um, we, we need him to commish. Uh, I could get behind that man in a heartbeat. 
We need something, because, I mean, if you go... I mean, I'm going to talk about some cheating scandals, but, I mean, the Patriots cheated multiple times on multiple different things. Well, Deflategate. Yeah, I mean, Deflategate, when they looked at the Jets' playbook... I mean, they it, looked at the. They were recording the Bengals sidelines. Yeah, they were. There was. There was a ton of. They must have cheated at least four times. And yeah. I, if if it were me and I was Kamish, okay. First of all, fuck the NFL Kamish. Fuck Goodell. Roger Goodell. You know my shirt. I do. I got that shirt. He's a clown. He's a joke. Yeah, he is. But, but my my shirt's a, but mine's like going against what you're talking about right now. Because the whole reason why that shirt was made by Barstool um, was because they were trying to go after Tom Brady and Dave Portnoy's from New York and or not yeah no he's not he's from Massachusetts yeah. and he's a big Tom Brady fan yeah so basically the whole shirt was like you're a clown Goodell for going after Brady blah 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 but continue no it's just like the way I look at it if I was Kamish I would have given the Astros at least a, at least minimum three year ban. From the postseason. And See, but how do you ban someone like that? Like, I agree with, like, the idea. But say they're the best team in, what are they, the AL Central? Are they I mean, in the AL Central? but, but, whatever, you, whatever you, division. you but cheated they, at the highest. leaps and bounds above everybody else. How are you going to tell them, like, you can't go to the postseason? I mean, if they do it in college football, they give teams postseason bans. They do it in bas- basketball. They just, uh, let me see here. Who was the last team in NCAA? We got everybody. We got two sports statistic oh, monkeys yeah, now here. That, now that you're saying that, I completely remember all this now. Like, especially with college basketball, how they had the um, recruiting scandals and everything. Yeah, I'm trying to see. Yeah, um, okay. Now that makes sense. I mean, okay. That, now that I'm thinking about that, I guess you can actually do that. Yeah, I mean, the so last team, the last team to do this was Georgia Tech, uh, which was funny. Um, oh my gosh! Don't get me started. They got the death penalty, which is just yeah. They got like seventy-seven to seven against Clemson. That's a death penalty. Yeah, that is. <laughs> if you put up, if you give up seventy points <laughs> offense, you... like four hundred something passing yards and five touchdowns, and didn't even play like three quarters of the game. That's sad. But um. um it's Georgia Tech, dude. That's true. So. But we got a... Uh, hate, hate to do it to the Jackets, but it's true. You know, I'm surprised, switching over here, I'm surprised a team that hasn't given up 70 points yet is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, like in a game? In a or game. I no, I... say total. Like, total. They, they easily have the worst defense in the league. They have, they have a bunch of stuff wrong with them, and that's our next topic. Um... Basically, we so, go we go I'm into every season. The yards they've given up every game, they have given up one, two, three, four, four, four hundred plus total yardage games on defense, and yeah, they they've given up a five hundred yard game to the freaking Bengals, dude. For Joey freaking Burrows. How do they do that? I mean, they made they made Ryan Fitzpatrick look like a uh, Hall of Famer out there. Oh my God, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, then again, to his his defense, he's kind of balling this year. Um, he's got a, an almost eighty passer rating, which is seventh in the league right now. Dude's going off for the Dolphins, who are trash. And then they decide to sit him and start Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, I don't like, get that. I don't get that. I, don't really, I mean, I'm all for Tua. Like Tua's gonna be a hell of a quarterback one day. But I think it's a little too early to hop off the uh, Fitz Magic train. I, I can see. 
rolling. I could see how if you lost like four in a row and obviously like, okay, well, this obviously isn't working. Fitzmagic's had a few bad games. Okay, let's give Tua a try. But I mean, Fitzmagic was playing that whole game, got him the lead, and then Tua came in with two minutes left. And I'm like, you know what? That's it. See ya. Tua, you're starting. Yeah, I don't understand that logic. It, but maybe that's why I'm not an NFL coach. Maybe. But then you got Adam Gase in uh, New York. I don't know. I think I could do a better job than that guy. Oh, my. Dude, the Jets are the laughing stock of the NFL. Exactly. You took the words out of my mouth. I truly believe Alabama, maybe not this year's Alabama, but like. I would say maybe Clemson. Last year, healthy Tua has a chance to compete in a game with the Jets. The past five years of Clemson football could compete with the Jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a better. Uh, yeah, I agree. Freaking Trevor, beautiful locks, Lawrence. You got touchdown Jesus, and then you go from 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 Deshaun Watson to Trevor, and then you got uh, DJ. I, I don't even. Dude, I don't even fucking know his last name. DJ Ukulele or whatever. Uh, oh, the running back. No, oh, that's gosh. there. That's uh, that's Travis Etienne. But I'm I'm, I'm looking at the backup uh, quarterback right now. Um, I don't know. DJ who the quarterback is. DJ Ukulele. Is he from Hawaii? He, I don't know where he's from, dude. Dude, where are they get these quarterbacks from? I, you got Tua Takavaloa. He's a he's a five star, six foot four, two hundred fifty pound quarterback. That's <gasps> that's disgusting. That is a man. That is a man amongst boys. He's only a freshman too. That's the worst part. Jesus. What are they feeding this man? Where is he from? I let me. I don't see. Let me see. He's gotta be eating like. Like little children, like kids for breakfast and dinner. He's nineteen. Okay, here we go. Nineteen years old. He's nineteen. Six four, two hundred and forty nine pounds. Freshman. <laughs> that is the weight. But his junior year, he's gonna be the same size, but he's gonna be like, no, he'll probably be bigger. He'll probably finish out his career junior year or senior year, like two sixty, but built like a brick shit house. He's gonna be like Ben, he big was, Ben Roethlisberger. He's from slinging the pigskin across the field. He's from Bellflower, California. California. Oh my God! What are they? What's, what's in the water Damn. over there? Wow, dude. This kid. Yeah, this this kid's got an as a prospect five stars and ninety nine percent rating. That's that's gnarly. Dude, he's already on Madden. He's not even in the NFL. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm saying uh, as a problem. I'm looking at his uh, sports composite. Yeah, yeah. But That's wild. Well, hopefully that man balls, and I hope Dabo Sweeney keeps his job. Well, he will. They're paying the man like 12 mil a year. As long as you're winning like he is, they're not going to get rid of him. You think he'd ever go to the NFL? Um, I'd say he's got a few more years left, and then maybe. I mean, I, I, I just don't see him like... Pulling but a what's uh, the average average NFL coach salary. I don't see him pulling a Jimbo Fisher and hopping on a plane midnight and uh, dipping out. Shout out to all my so, FSU fans. So I just googled average NFL coach salary, and granted, oh, it is the average NFL head coaching salary is roughly six to seven million, but it could be as high as ten million. So he's making more per year than an NFL coach. So there's no reason for him to go to NFL. I mean, yeah, they, they, I don't I don't see a reason for him leaving Clemson and going to the NFL. No, especially if you're getting, like, I think it's around 11 or $12 million a year. I mean, that's, that's a substantial amount of 
cash right there. No, I mean, it really is. I mean... He could eat a lot of Chick-fil-A with that money. <laughs> eat a lot of uh, a lot of things with that kind of money. God, that is, that is the truth right there. Um, Good for all... Uh, Religious Dabble, is he Christian or is he Baptist? Oh, he's hardcore Christian. Ah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Good for him. Literally. They got a good culture up there. That'd be a cool school to play for. So, hopping back a little bit since we're on the topic of football. I'm going to bring up the Jags again, their woes, and the front office. I just want to start off by saying, as a Jag fan, since I've lived in Jacksonville for about 17 years of my life, you have to find a coach who can win. And granted, uh, Marone got us almost to the Super We were a tipped pass away from going to the Super Bowl. And we should have been. Miles Jack was not down. I agree. Miles Jack was not down. Um, Bunch of malarkey. Day. Hey, that's the Patriots cheating again. Uh, yeah. Bunch I, of turds. Paying the refs, man. But, I mean, you got to find literally. you got to find a coach. Hey, was that the NBA? What was that, like 10 years ago that they were paying that ref? Oh, that's a good question. I think I don't know when the date was, but I know that was a big thing. That they were paying that ref and he was fixing the games. I wouldn't doubt but that. But also, I think he was betting on the games too. I would a little, yeah, little Pete Rose action right there. I uh, hey, Pete Rose deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame. Changed my mind. No, I agree. I think that lifetime plus hits. But see, in a career back to, back to what I was saying about banning teams from the postseason. You could ban somebody from the Hall of Fame. Granted, they're all first bout Hall of Famer. He was banned from baseball. You don't remember that. He was banned from baseball for a while. Like, they they reinstated him in baseball or whatever, but he was banned from the game for a while. Yeah, exactly. But, like, he, he has a baseball ban, and he's not allowed to be in the Hall of Fame, technically, even though he should be, without a doubt. But you, you decide to give a team that cheated in the highest game during a season and you're like okay well you know what it it didn't really happen it's a piece of metal and nobody could try to retaliate against this team or else that person's gonna get fined shout out joe kelly Damn, i'm fired up now buckeye let's go protest let's go sit outside the globe life field for game one of the world series well maybe game two since game one's tonight um and protest manfred sucks and the astros are cheaters i i'm down Hop on I think we can get a lot of people behind us on that one. I, oh, 100%. I think the whole of America hates the Astros. I agree. Um, it's, All it's, right, let's go back to the Jags. We keep getting off topic. Yeah, yeah, a little uh, side topic there. But um, the Jags, I mean, like I was saying, you get a team that could go to the American, not American League, Jesus Christ, the, uh, the conference Super championship. Bowl. And then we're a tip pass away from getting to the Super Bowl. The next year, we win one game, a big game. Granted, I was there uh, against the Patriots. We played great. We had BB5, Blake Bortles, won that Bobby game. Football. And after that, it just went downhill. And ever since then, it's just been one thing after another. You trade guys. You get rid of guys. You, you That whole team on defense. Oh, like the Calais Campbell trade at the end of the offseason? Where the hell did that come from? I dude, I I could understand like in Gawkway. He was on, he was with Pat McAfee again on his podcast saying, um, "I was about to buy a house. I was expecting to retire here. All this really good stuff." And then he was blindsided by that trade. No, and I, I think what like a six round pick or something. Uh, 
for some yeah we didn't even uh, get it was not a, a fair Jags trade is it well is a typical Jags trade give away a potential Hall of Fame type player for next to nothing I mean yeah that's that's what the Jags do you get rid of I mean I under, like I said I understand the guys that we get rid of such as Ramsey I understand getting rid of Ngakwe guys that are just toxic to the team but you you trade away half the defense that got us there that named us Saxonville. And yeah, the only person on that defense that's there is Miles Jack. Yeah, Miles Jack and Brandon Linder, the only guys still there from that team. And you yep. get rid of that whole defense that made, named us Saxonville, and and, and now look at us. Oh, it's hashtag on the side of the stadium, and I think we have one sack this year. Yeah, it's it's disgusting, dude. <laughs> We're a joke. Oh, and another thing, you want to hear some good trivia? Todd Wash has been with the Jaguars since the Gus Bradley era. So he was our defensive coordinator in 2017. I did not know this. I didn't know that either. Yep. So, wow, well, first off, my thing is, why are we keeping coaches from other regimes, like other eras? That's just, that's not good. In the Gus I mean, Bradley, in the Gus, Gus Bus, in the Gus Bus era from 2013 to 2016, <laughs> you, are you ready for this? He was 14 and 48. Man, dude, that's like the Browns. That's awful. I mean, and, and you're going to keep the defensive coordinator? I just, I don't get that. And, I mean, Doug Marano's not doing any better. Right now, he's 22 and 28. But, I mean, I, that that could Most be. those wins came in probably 17 and 18. Yeah, probably 12, 17 and 18. Well, let me see that. I don't I don't believe that that was uh, a correct stat. Ladies and gentlemen, we got, we got two stat monkeys right now. We got. Me and Nathan hopping on the computer, doing some real research here. Um, I I don't see where this was. Well, in the meantime, while you're looking that up, I'm a ramble. Okay. I think we clean house. We need to get rid of everybody in the front office. Caldwell needs to go. That that dude cannot pick good. And when I say good draft picks, I mean. Like, good people. Because everyone we've had, like Justin Blackman. Remember that kid? He was out of what? Oklahoma Oklahoma State? No. It was, it was a Oklahoma. joke. No, Oklahoma State. He was out of OK State. Um, number one prospect. All this all this wild jazz about him. Gets in the league. Busted for doing the uh, devil's lettuce. And can't cut the habit. And now he's like... I think he's suspended indefinitely again. No, yeah, he's or, not, he's not even on the team anymore. He got yeah, he's, like, he's long gone. And then I, I I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. But like, oh, uh, Luke Jokel out of uh, Texas was that Texas Tech maybe? I don't remember where Luke Jokel was from. Um, number one pick lineman. He was a bust. I mean, we've had a substantial amount of like first round picks that are either not a part of our team, not in the league, or, like, complete bust. So I don't understand how that happens. Like, is that a front office thing? Is that a coaching thing? A combination of the two? What is this? I think it starts with the owner. I mean, I I, I haven't seen enough. I haven't seen enough. um, That's a hot take. It is a hot take, but I haven't seen enough love from Shad Khan to suggest that he cares enough about the team. And I understand, like, he, he's doing a lot for Jacksonville. He's building, like, he built the amphitheater. That's great. He's got a vision. Hold on. Once you finish this thought, I'm about to shit on that parade. Okay. He's, he, he built the amphitheater, 
wonderful. That's a moneymaker. He, he, he put out this design to just make Jacksonville, which is funny here, ready? He wants to make Jacksonville a football empire, which is funny considering we're one in five. Um, and the fucking Jaguars, excuse my French. No, I mean, you can say whatever you want. This is this is well, politically incorrect. Right. Remember that. Hey, touche. Um, but I mean, okay. Well, to, to to rebuttal this, so I was talking to my cousin about that the other day, and he told me that the loan the city has given Shad Khan to uh, develop the waterfront area in downtown Jacks, it was a fifty million dollar interest free loan. So what that means is they are giving him free money. And he can pay, he's like worth billions of dollars. And he could probably write a check for $50 million today and give it to the city. But this is a $50 million interest-free loan that the city is giving him to build and develop the waterfront area around Jack's. And he has no timeline of when to pay that back. And that's, it's interest-free. That's crazy. So that's that means he is given $50 million and he, in, I guess, 50 years, could pay back exactly $50 million. There's no interest, no anything, which blows my mind. I don't know how Lenny Curry makes a deal like that. It's crazy because he owns the Jags, obviously. He owns Fulham, which is a Premier League team. And then he owns... He's a, he's a co-owner... Of all re- all elite wrestling, which is like WWE bullshit. So, really, yeah. So I mean, like you said, it's not like he could just write a check. But I, no, no, he could write a check. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. He that could write a made check. His money. He invented the replaceable bumper. So every time you get in a car crash and you buy a new bumper from your car company, he's getting some royalty from that. That's what he invented. I mean, he bought the Jags for $760 million, and you're telling me he can't write a check? He bought them for seven sixty. Yeah. Who the hell would buy the Jaguars for that much money? I'm surprised it wasn't lower, honestly. No, 100%. Maybe like five. Yeah. Half a bill. It's, it's, I mean, like you said, I'm on, I'm on the firing train. You got to get rid of Todd Wash if you want to win. You got to get rid of Doug Marone, and you got to get rid of... We need a culture reset, like complete, complete, honestly, we need a culture reset. Starting from the top down, maybe Sean Collins our guy, maybe he's not. He sounds honestly just like a, a greedy, I want more money business kind of guy, which is probably what he is. Um, That's Yeah, I think we need a culture change. That- or the Jacksonville Jaguars in 10 years are going to be the London something. The London Brits. I don't even think London wants this fucking team, dude. I don't know about that. I mean, they they, they, they do. London, they got a huge they fan base. Big Jacks fans. I was about to say they got a huge fan base, but I, I the way it's going they right now, they got Wembley Stadium. Yeah, that might be the Jags' new home field, dude. Who knows? Imagine that. If nice. that happens, I'll never watch NFL again. And Tom Brady will be gone there. The Lord and Savior. I know we were just talking to him earlier. I still love Tom. I love you. Speaking of Tom, dude, Buccaneers, big game against the Green Bay Packers, and they won pretty good. They look like the team everybody thought they were going to be. As as Corey said, it could be Title Town USA down in Tampa, dude. It really could dude, be. I was thinking about this earlier. Tampa Bay Lightning win the cup. 
Tampa Bay Rays win the series. Tampa Bay Gronk in years? Are they going to win the Super Bowl? In a home stadium? In Tampa? Is that going to be a three-piece for the city of Tampa? It could be, dude. It really could that be. That would be amazing. Good for them. Hey, I kind of hope it happens. Go Florida. Exactly. Yeah, so... I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them right now. They just got to get past uh, the old Kansas City... Kansas City. Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Patty Mahomes. Yeah, That's I'd, a billion dollar man right there. I thought um, the Bills would beat him last night. It was a close game. Very close game. Um, and So last week, you guys were talking about how the Buffalo Bills are... Their team now. So is it Josh Allen or is it a Stephon Diggs? I think it's. I mean, I mean, granted, since Allen's coming to the league, he's progressed every single year. I have not seen. I mean, other than last year's playoffs, I haven't seen a real bad game from him. And they lost twenty six seventeen yesterday to the Chiefs. And I, 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 I don't have anything bad to say about him. And Stephon Diggs, I don't dude's a baller. He really That's all is. I say. He really is. He's a baller. So either good on him for working his butt off, or good on the coaching staff, or whoever is developing him, because he's he's turning into a little gunslinger out there. You gotta love it. He is, and it's 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 good to see for Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo football used to be the the team of the nineties. And now, like the Braves, exactly. And now they're getting back on that Bills Mafia train. Just like the Braves, let's go. Maybe that curse will go back to you guys because I don't like having it in Atlanta. I mean, Mets were in a World Series in 2015, but they didn't win. Granted, they didn't win. Wow, we know they didn't win. But okay. um, they. They, I mean, their last World Series win was in 1986, so I can't really say much. Was when? 1986. Sheesh. Was Daryl Strawberry on the team back then? Oh, yeah. Strawberry, Hernandez, uh, Gary Carter. It was just a team of studs. Wow. Daryl Strawberry. What a fucking name. I know. That actually is a dope name. It's like Chet Lemon. <laughs> that is a dope name. <laughs> so, on that note... We're going to take a little minute break here. Um, we'll get back to you guys. On that, we are back better than ever. And we're going to talk about a lot of things in the second half of the episode. It's, it's going to be a little more personal than it has been. You're going to get to know us. Me and Nate. Big, beefy Nate. Big, beefy Nate. Okay, so we're going to start. Nathan just got a septum surgery. Tell us about that, Nathan. So, for uh, lack of a better term, I kind of got a nose job. Yeah, basically. Um, no, but seriously, so what your septum is, it's basically like the middle part, the 
what people call the bridge of your nose. So like if you feel your nose, like at the tip of your nose, how it's all bendy. So that's cartilage. And then um, kind of going further up the nose, it becomes bone. So what happens is the septum, um, at one point in my life, they think I had a broken nose, which I've never been hit in the face like that. Um, they think I had a broken nose that kind of deviated the septum. So I had part of the bone that like grew into the right side of my nose and it blocked the airway so I couldn't breathe. Um, so last Wednesday, I uh, had some surgery and they, uh, they fixed it. And then I had these like nasal splints in, which were basically just feels like I'm congested and it was annoying. Just felt like I was sick, the recovery, it wasn't bad. And then about three hours ago, I went in and had the little splints removed Then It's kind of nice to breathe out of both nostrils, I will say. I would, uh, I would assume so. <laughs> It'd be nice to breathe yeah. again. Breathing is nice, I will say. So, contrary was, to popular belief, ladies and gentlemen, breathing is nice. Yeah, it's also essential to live. So, <laughs> and on my end, um, I'm not gonna lie, we've you just been got a, a new job. Exactly. Yes, appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that's dope. We've been uh, an unemployed boy for a while. Uh, had a job, and as you all know, COVID has been a thing. Unfortunately. Don't really think it's that big of a deal, but kind of shut down two jobs I had and had a job a few months ago, laid off because of COVID and boom, finally back in business. We working, making that monies and uh, I start next Monday. So that's, that's awesome. It's good so to what is, what are you going to be doing? Um, gym attendant. So basically... If you want to call the lodging club anytime, ladies and gentlemen, I will pick up that phone and say what's up. Um, that's I mean, nice. basically, that's, basi- easy. that's an indoor yeah, AC job. Sounds is a part time because you're going to school. I know that. No, it's actually full time. So with school being well, on, you working three hours a week. Yeah, with with um, school being online, it's a little more flexible. Like I don't have to be at every lecture as long as I like pay attention to the bookwork and stuff, which I have been. So, um, we got the rest of the two classes starting on, uh, October 24th. I'm excited for that. I'm gonna knock that out. And then, uh, those are seven-week courses, so it's a little better getting to the, uh, get it done faster, less busy work, less bullshit, and, uh, get it cranked out, get it done, and, uh, on to the next semester, you know? That sounds nice. What are, what are the benefits from working at the lodge? Uh, I get a free gym membership, which is nice. I've been a little, uh, turned into a little beefy boy here. Really? So, you gotta start eating? Do some hypertrophy. Big words. I like that. Um, it's not. It's, it literally just means to make your muscles grow. No, yeah, so, like, I, I know. Size. Um, but yeah, I get to work out there for free. I get to use all the amenities for free. Uh, you get to go in the hot tub? I do. Let's go. It's basically like having a beach membership there. Um, Except, oh wait, no, 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 yeah, you get to do that. That's dope. Mm-hmm. You get a employee discount with the food. They have great food. I know. The chicken and French fries. That was fantastic. Fantastic. Um, no, literally, they are top three chicken fingers French fries I've ever eaten. I agree. It's funny that we say that because when people think good food, they're like, oh, you get a nice like. Get a nice burger, get a nice... Th- nope, chicken fingers and fries. That's the go-to. <laughs> well, also to kind of poke fun of that nice food and you said a burger. Yeah. First thing I thought of was like a steak, like a little fillet. 
A little fillet mignon. A little fillet mignon. I mean, it's funny because I was going to say steak, but I was like, you know, I don't really know if they sell steak there. I don't. I don't... They, they probably sell steak. Probably like skirt, skirt steak. Yeah, probably but they some cut like it up and say it's a strip. New York strip or some bullshit. And, and charge you 30 bucks for it. Or they got some tuna. I have had their tuna. Really good tuna. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's also, unless you overcook it, it's kind of hard to do tuna bad. Yeah, I've never really had, like, bad tuna, honestly. I've had bad canned tuna before. Yes, I mean, yeah, granted, that's a different type. I guess that's not really the different type of tuna, but... I yeah, it's just cooked. So, like, well, so like the tuna that we're thinking of, it's, like, the seared on the outside, pink on the inside. That's, like, what they would serve you at the lodge. But then canned tuna, that's fully cooked and just, like, soaking in some juices. But, like, I've had some pretty raunchy canned tuna before. It smells, too. Smells really yeah. it smells, it smells pretty bad. Yeah, it tastes good, though. It well, does. at least the good ones taste good. Yeah. Put a little mayo in there. You get a little mayo going. A little mayo. Some and then, salt and pepper. Some S&P, baby. And then uh, you just got a, a strap, didn't you? A little Glockski? Yeah, so it was my birthday last weekend. Happy I birthday. I asked my dad for my birthday. I wanted a gun. Um, and I told him I wanted a Glock 43X. So this is a compact 9mm. I believe it is a is a 10 plus 1. So that means there's 10 clips in the mag. And then it can chamber 1. So 10 plus 1. Uh, shoots 9mm. Um, I got it like 3 or 4 days ago. And this thing's pretty neat. Um, I was working yesterday. And the doctor I was working with... Um, loves guns and we were kind of just like basically shooting the shit about guns and everything and he's like telling me all these mods i can do for the guns um i can take the upper off get a new upper all this stuff kind of neat might do it make the gun look a little scary um i don't know i don't know how these people think about the 2a uh, a big proponent of the 2a mm, no restriction uh, some restrictions like felon shouldn't have it um, but yeah, that's, that's about it that I can think of. Uh, okay. I mean, that's fair. Um, I don't, I could understand how a felon can't have that. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big deal if you ask me. Yeah. And I, where I guess you could talk about the minutia in that. Like what if the felon like is destroying mailboxes or like taking people's mails, mails. No. I don't care if you're a felon, whether that's like, Ooh, I don't want to get mean but like if you're killing somebody definitely shouldn't have a gun if you're taking people's mail eh, probably still shouldn't have a gun either <laughs> no leeway in this but I am firmly against any type of restrictions on the 2A I'm with you on that because any type of restrictions whether small well they won't do anything large but something small like a waiting period that just opens the door for further regulation down the road and eventual confiscation of our firearms and limiting of our rights. Okay. So I'm not for that. So uh, good people listening to this podcast, don't vote for Joe. He's going to take away the two-way. And you made a great uh, great topic. That's a segue into our next topic, boys. I was about to say, you made a great segue into the next topic. Um, We're going to go into a little politics hour. Not an hour. Literally, but we're going to go into a little politics here because I mean, we got the election less than I think two and a half weeks, right? Uh, 
November third. November third. Jeez, that's like thirteen days. No, yeah. yeah, it's fourteen days away. Oh yeah, let's. Okay, so two weeks. Holy crap! It's fourteen days away. I know. Oh, and before we get go off on this, early voting has started. Please go vote in person, uh, and do your research. Like, look at the sample ballot they sent you because I was looking at it today for Duval County. They have a bunch of people, and then they have like their party affiliations, and then they have like circuit judges or something like that and it basically asks you like this person remain in power and then it asks you to vote for some other people but there's no party affiliation with them which should be their judges um but maybe do a little search and see where they stand on certain issues and whatnot if you're if you care if you don't whatever fuck it just wing it <laughs> no i mean it's not it's not really a fucking situation i mean this is I would say this, this election, election, this election is bigger than the last one, and I only mean that because <laughs> we always say that too. That's like this is the biggest election of our lifetime, and it's wild that it's getting to that point. It's like every election, I don't know why. Well, yeah, I do. It's the era of divided government um, has become so like polarizing and larger than the last. It's it's kind of wild. I bet being like a political psychologist or like. A political analyst or something that's not on the news like kind of loves all this no i mean i agree it's it's i i'd say last election was big because hillary clinton i yeah i'm sure a lot of people couldn't stand her for, yeah. a bun- for a bunch of reasons and then you hop in four years and then you got joe biden and i, I don't even i'm not even gonna attempt to say her name because you could say it a thousand <laughs> different ways it is, it is pronounced Kamala, Kamala. Harris, not Kamala. Oh, Ka- uh, well, I'm going to call her Kamala just because... Kamala uh, Harris. Um, yeah, continue. I'm going to call her Kamala because uh, fuck him. So uh, you got... Yeah. Back to a different thing, but still on the same topic of politics. Nancy Pelosi came out and said that the 25th Amendment would be invoked regarding... I saw that. Regarding, she wants to create a committee to try to get rid of Trump. Exactly, but the scary thing—the scary thing about that—is that if she does do this committee, I think it is a lead up to if Biden, granted he doesn't win, and knock on wood that he really doesn't he win. He ain't gonna win. I'm confident our boy Donnie T is gonna take home the the W on same, November third. Same, but like God forbid, like some bullshit happens. Devil's advocate, Sleepy Joe wins. Yeah. Okay. So let's say Sleepy Joe wins. Boom. Twenty fifth Amendment invoked. Kamala Harris is our president. And that's the scary part for me. See, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is Joe's going to get, if Joe gets elected, he's going to have a medical emergency or something like that that makes it so Kamala, regardless, whatever, how it happens, Kamala will be the president. That's what and I'm that saying. That terrifies yeah. the hell out of me. That's what I'm saying. She is radical. It's scary. She is off the wazoo. Someone put a leash on that woman. Wow, that sounded really bad. Fuck him. Politically incorrect, baby. Yeah, I mean, yes. I, I'm trying to skirt this line. I don't want any med schools to hear this. Like, <laughs> not, you know? But I mean, I mean, I guess all politicians say some stupid things. Don T said some dumb things, but... He tweets some dumb things. Yeah, I do. Oh, I don't have a Twitter, but sometimes I see him. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you should hush-hush a little, Donnie. Speaking of Twitter, boom, bombshell, Hunter Biden. You, uh, uh... I saw this. What was the it? laptop. The laptop with um Ukraine, Burisma, that whole thing. Yeah. And and Adam Schiff comes out 
t- yesterday, and he says, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry, it's Russian dinf- disinformation. Good old Adam Schiff, baby. So remember, Adam Schiff is the guy that tried to impeach Trump, led the committee, well, the, like biggest, time. the biggest, the f- spy kid's it's thumb. The witch hunt. He he looks like a spy kid's thumb. That guy. He looks like uh, he looks like guy. he looks like Randall from Monsters Inc. He's he's just a slime ball. That guy. Is Randall the green guy? I wasn't too big a fan. <laughs> Mike Wazowski is the green guy, but Randall's the no, lizard. No, not the eyeball guy. I know that's Mike. Randall's or is the Randall the, the the blue snake looking dude. Yeah, he's he's the lizard thing. Yeah, there. Okay, that we're thinking the same person. Yeah. Anyways, Adam Adam shitface tried to impeach Trump didn't work uh and now he's saying don't worry it's it's all bullshit this whole hunter biden thing it's fake and the fbi comes out and they're like listen um this is about as real as it gets and this is real information he turned in the laptop this is his signature on the paper and then pictures surface of him passed out with the crack pipe in his mouth yeah, it's not looking too good for old Hunter over there. And or Joe. It has because looked- apparently, apparently what the media is doing is, like, they're asking him, like, FBI or, like, any question. And, like, if FBI or Hunter comes up, he, like, goes away. He, like, doesn't answer questions. No, anymore. I mean, I mean that's- apparently he's been on kind of, like, media silence the past few days. Yeah, he called a lid. So, um, is he dead? I, he, dude, he might be. And they he might, died. They no, might no, be. They might be, they, did, they might be puppeting his body up there, but... He called a lid. He called a lid on his next few days up until the um, debate. Did you see the new rule they implemented in the debate? The uh, the microphone cutting out thing. That's because the last debate was an absolute shit show. Well, it was a shit show because Trump had a debate freaking Chris Wallace and. Joe. It's not going to get any better this one. I mean, they've got about... I don't know. Trump just shut up and let Joe ruin it for himself. Exactly. So, oh. It's, it's scary Trump because... Take the punches on the chin and wear them. The moderator for this debate is Kristen Welker, and she is... Oh, that dark hair lady? Yeah, she, she was best friends with Obama during his reign. Um... Gotta love how the election commission... Or, the, yeah, the election commission committee or whatever it's called picks these moderators good thing it's fair right you're supposed to be bipartisan no like if she's taking chris wallace is an outspoken liberal the dude that was supposed to be between wallace and this christine lady um had pick her tweets like like bad mouthing trump like what the hell is this this is not bipartisan at all no it's it's and trump said that from the beginning it's all it's it's trump against Everybody, literally everybody. Yeah, and he's still winning. I know, and I mean everybody's like, "Oh, look at the polls. Biden's winning," and it's like, "All right, well." But 2016, Bob. That's all I gotta say to him. Clyde, er, Clyden, Clinton was supposed to win by a landslide, and and I didn't trust the polls at all. And boom, what do you know? Trump said Sugma, and uh, he won. Literally. Sugma and Ligma. And Ligma. Both. Best of both worlds. Literally. He got tattooed on each ass cheek. <laughs> a big old Ligma and Sugma. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out. I, I will be watching that debate. But uh, what did you think of uh, Pence and uh, Kamala's debate? I personally think if 
if Trump had Pence's calm personality, it, it wouldn't even be like something to argue about because Mike Pence destroyed her. And yeah, it Mike was, Pence is a level-headed dude. It wasn't he even was awesome to hear. It wasn't even close. And like you have her like smirking and doing that like bullshit oh face she does. Dude, she looked like a high school woman like arguing with someone. She looked like such a bitch. She is a bitch, dude. Well, I mean, yeah, but like she looked, she showed kind of her true colors in that debate. That was really poor on her. Um, and I hope. I hope the undecided voters, the ones that like will basically decide the election, saw that. Because me, look, me and you are not like the target audience for Trump's campaign or for Biden's campaign. Like, we're already gonna vote for Trump. He wants Joe Schmo and Sally Durag, who are in the middle, to vote for him or, I guess, to vote for Joe if they feel that's right. So I don't know. That was interesting. It was interesting. I mean, you got... I mean, the topic of that debate for everybody was that goddamn fly that landed on Pence's head. Everybody oh my just... God. There for like two minutes, apparently. It was kind of funny, and honestly. Of course, of course that happens, too. I know. Of course that happens. But it's just like, they see that and they're like, oh, that's the whole topic of the debate. Screw everything else and screw like what the world actually cares about. But, you know, that's how America is nowadays. Yeah, I agree. It's if you don't agree with my ideology, you're a racist, a sexist, a homophobe, a xenophobe, all these words I've never heard of. Um some dark times we're living in. I agree. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. You can't disagree with anybody on social media. You can't be a uh an outspoken conservative on social media or you'll get like blackballed from things. It's wild. And they preach about equality and all this shit. Well, it's goes both ways there, sister. I agree. So, I don't know. But that's our soapbox about politics. If you love the two-way, you love America, don't vote for Joe. All I gotta say. And this podcast is... Don't vote for Joe. I agree. Don't vote for Joe. And this podcast is sponsored by Make America Great Again. You got to. MAGA. MAGA. So let's on that talk, note... Let's talk about that for a second. That is one of the best slogans I've ever heard. No, it really is. I mean, you got to make America great again. It's been in a cesspool for the last eight years. Mine is not, not Trump's regime. I'm saying like the past eight, eight years with old Barry Obama. Yeah, that hasn't been the best uh, stuff in the world. But that slogan, make America, make America Great Again and MAGA, that will live on forever. I agree. Like, those hats, the red hats with just the Make America Great Again, those are iconic. And it's funny, you could, you could trigger... 20 years, that will be like the Versace of hats. Exactly. And you could trigger any liberal just by wearing that hat and they'll start crying. It triggered a lot of people, which is wild. People are so sensitive. I know. I know. That's, a, right. that's a whole other topic. We're done. We're done with the... Yeah. the Politicking. <laughs> Moving off the politics hour, we'll end this episode tonight. We got Game One World Series. We got Clayton Kershaw versus Tyler Glass. Now you got Randy Rosarena with the cowboy boots, and you got his counterpart Corey Seager, who easily probably had one of the best NLCSs I've seen in a while. And granted, he won them that NLCS. I firmly believe. Y- and, yeah. It's I- 
I agree too. And on the other side of the ball, you go to the ALCS, and Randy Rosarina kind of won the raise the ALCS. So you got two yeah. stud shortstops battling it out tonight. Like I said, you got Kershaw going, who doesn't really have the best postseason record, and Glasnow, who I I think he's gotten better since the last couple of years. So I'll start it off with you. We got Game One in a little less than two hours now, about an hour and thirty minutes. Eight oh five, eight fifteen, whatever. Start that. So here's my thing. I absolutely hate the freaking Dodgers. I hate them more than I hate a lot of things. I hate them. Let's leave it at that. But I kind of like Clayton Kershaw. So I got him in a kerfuffle. Do I want Clayton Kershaw to win his first diamond ring, or do I want to see them burn in the pits of hell when the Rays? beat him 4-2 to in six games. So if you were to go with... I agree that... Uh, I, I also hate the Dodgers. And yeah. I also hate a lot of different teams uh, in the NL. But tonight, your prediction, Game 1, Kershaw, Glasnow, go. Oof. Oof. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a little Texas shootout. I think there's going to be some run scored because Kershaw and Glasnow, I think you'll get maybe five innings out of both of them. They're each, they each will give up. I'm going to say it's going to be a six to five ball game with the winning run being scored in the ninth inning by the Rays. Okay. So I think the Rays are winning six to five. Okay. See, I'm going to not to go opposite of you for drama here. I am going to say that Kershaw gets knocked out in four innings, gives up at least three runs before Dave. Uh, what's his name? Um, Robertson. I, I, I'm losing the name of the uh, Dave Roberts, Dave right? Roberts. Yeah, Dave Roberts. Uh, the, the coach of the Dodgers is gonna go yank him out, and I think tonight's final score is eight to two Rays. I think Glasnow goes six strong. I think that fastball is is going to be on point. That curveball is going to be on point. I think the only runs that the Dodgers score is from Justin Turner and Corey Seager. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I you, you you saying they're taking they're hitting bombs? I'm I'm saying yeah, basically those. It's not going to be in one inning, but I I think in the first inning the Dodgers will score first. And then the Rays will come back and just and hit Kershaw well. Because you know how he is in the postseason. So I'm saying... Yeah, he's rocky. I'm saying 8-2. to 8-2 Rays tonight. Game one wins. That's a ballsy take. So I just looked at the uh, the odds lines and all that. So the money line. The Dodgers are net minus 167 and the Rays are plus 150. And granted, these are the two best teams this year in Major League Baseball. The Dodgers no, finished I, with 43. I agree. The Rays are hot. The Dodgers, what, they win like 40-something games this year? 43-17 and 17, and the That's Rays crazy. went 40-20. and 20. That's wild. So those are the two best teams in baseball right now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with 8-2 Rays tonight. Globe so by field. We have the underdog winning. And oh my gosh, what's the over under? Seven and a half. We both have the over hitting. I think it's gonna hit. Those are two good offenses. The unders favored minus one twenty one. 
So, but then again, I think that the under's usually favored. Yeah, mostly. Hmm. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think I think it'll be a shootout. I think it's going to be a good game to watch. And even though I said this the other day that I will not be watching baseball again until next year, I lied. We will be watching game one tonight, wearing our baby blue, cheering on our our fellow animals in uh, Tropicana Field, even though they're playing in Globe Life Field. But go race. I agree. And ladies and gentlemen, on that note, that's an episode. You got episode two starring the guest Nathan Rawlings in the spot of Corey Moulter. You got the hot takes. You got the politics with a little bit of Jags woes in there because who doesn't want to hear about the shitty Jags this this summit? Fuck the Jags. Fuck the Jags. Fuck Dave Caldwell. Fuck Todd Wash. And get Doug Marone's ass out of here. And uh, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back in Better Than Ever, episode three, coming up. Nate, say goodbye to the people. Hope you enjoyed it, ladies and gentlemen. And Good en- night. Yes, sir. And enjoy it. Good night. Enjoy the baseball tonight, everybody. Peace. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know I'm not.